Join me, Matthew Mitchell, as we release prophetic words over the nations. You're listening to The Mustard Seed Prophet. Welcome, this is Matthew Mitchell, and it is December 5th, 2022, and we are excited to release the Mustard Seed uh, podcast. And what is the Mustard Seed podcast? It it literally is a a vehicle for us to take a nation each week and release a word over that nation. And so I'm excited to start off. And the first first, uh, nation that we're going to start off with, just felt the Lord's leading, was the Solomon Islands. So if you know anybody from the Solomon Islands, if you have been to the Solomon Islands or you're just interested in nations um, or you've been praying for nations, um, this, is a, this is a way for us each week to guide our intercession. Intercession is where we pray for places. And when we pray for places, things change. When we pray for regions, regions change. And God wants to raise up people um, who are going to pray over the nations, but also to release the prophetic words. Uh, we know that, that there's many times where uh, God will say, hey, once you speak over this person, and we, we, uh, we listen to God and we speak a word. And, and there, there's uh, a body uh, within the, bo- uh, the body of Christ, um, and it's a scriptural, very scriptural, is that, 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 prophetic, uh, that prophetic word uh, can be for a person, an individual, but it can also be for nations. And I truly feel that um, God wants to release mustard seeds all through the nations. And my my uh, challenge is um, through each each one of these podcasts is that if somebody grabs a hold of one of these words, uh, and hang on because we're going to give words over the uh, Solomon Islands, but grab a hold of these words. I want you to take a literal mustard seed, and this is called a prophetic act. And there's so many stories of prophetic acts um, where someone buried something. Or uh, they they out of out of God's instructions, um, and it's very scriptural. Um, uh, w- one prophet in the scripture buried his own underwear because God told him to. Um, there, I mean, and, and and there was meaning, and there's purpose, and God unlocks things when we're obedient. And I, I truly believe that God is calling for us to to uh, bury mustard seeds and declare a word uh, over uh, regions and over. Um, over the nations. And so one of my one of my calls is for someone who is in the Solomon Island and or you just ran up on this uh, out of the podcast. Um, you can buy mustard seeds at the local grocery store. Just buy one, buy mustard seeds and just get one and just ask God, Lord, what do you want me to declare over this nation? And I want you to bury it in the ground of the Solomon Islands. I've never been to the Solomon Islands. So I just felt the Lord impressed this this nation upon me. So maybe this is for you. Uh, maybe this is for you to to bury a word. Maybe it's something that 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 um, God uh, speaks through me that you want to piggyback off of. Maybe it's something fresh that you feel that God's giving you. But it's time for uh, the for for the body of Christ to prophesy, and it's not just for the prophets. Everybody can prophesy. Um, prophets um, equip the body to do these things. And so I just feel um, uh, that, and, and really that's where I have, I have a backstory with the mustard seed and, and being called into that, the prophetic um, uh, office to, to equip people now to spread the mustard seed 
out. So with that being said, I just want to start with the Solomon Islands. And the Solomon Islands are, it's an interesting, interesting group of islands. Um, it looks like there's about five or six main groups um, uh, near Australia and also Papua New Guinea. So if you get you a globe out or if you get you an atlas, flip it over. Um, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of different, um, um, different places that, that I've probably never heard of. You've probably never heard of. Uh, there's, there's, they call it the Melanesia, and it's kind of like in the Oceania era, we, uh, play, uh, area. And um, they also have, I was looking at the religions, they have, they're very Protestant, 73.4% Protestant. Um, Seventh-day Adventists, 11.7%. United Church, 10.1%. Roman Catholic, 19.6%. Um, and then there's others as well. Uh, I was looking at some of the uh, agricultural products. It's come from the CIA fact book. Um, oil, palm fruit, sweet potatoes. I, I never thought that would be uh, something. Sweet potatoes, um, coconuts, taro, yams, fruit, pulses, vegetables, industries, a lot of fishing, a lot of mining, and timbering. So exports about $430 million. I'm just looking through some of these um some, some of these things these ties um also i was looking uh the capital and i and i just want to spell the capital because i'm probably going to butcher the the name but it's h-o-n-i-a-r-a um on it on area uh, uh honora <laughs> i i know that i just butchered the name so some of you may have tuned me out but uh just because i butchered the the, the capital just now but it is a, uh, a rich place uh, full of beauty. I, I was looking at um, some, some, some of the videos, and wow, there is just some videos of the, of the beauty of the tropical paradise called the Solomon Islands. Um, the, the King Charles III is the chief of state. He took September 8, 2002. Can we just pray for him right now? Can we just pray for King Charles? Pray, Lord, that you would encounter King Charles III that you would encounter him with your love and that he would uh, he would see uh, see you and he would encounter Jesus. I pray, Father, for General David. Um, and and I, it looks like he is he's took office in July 8th, 2019. We pray, Father, uh, for Manasseh. Um, he's the prime minister. And we ask that, Lord, that you would encounter them. We pray, Father, that you encounter the government with the love of Jesus. And I pray that there would be mustard seeds even in the government right now that you'd plant mustard seeds. Um, they're unicameral. So, Lord, I pray, Father, that like for this little group of that has 50 seats, that it's government, Lord, I ask for the love of God to penetrate even into the government scene, Lord, that they would see your face, they would love you for who you are, and that they give their lives to Christ, Lord. I pray for all of those in the Solomon Islands right now. All right, so um, I want to talk about um, basically what I feel like God has been saying Oh, I do want to say this. 900 smaller islands consisting of six major islands. That's crazy. One of the largest, world's largest salt water lagoons, too. I, I wanted to get that in there as well. But this is what I feel like I, uh, that God's been saying. One of the things I ask, um, uh, one of my questions I ask when, I, when I'm praying for nations is, Jesus, what's your heart for this nation? What's your heart for this nation? And so... Here's here's what I feel that 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 I that, that I was hearing um, as as a word to the Solomon Islands. So if anybody um, has 
a prophetic company or if uh, maybe maybe you're freshly going in as a missionary, maybe you're just visiting. Um, you can take these words, pray these words. Um, you can discern these words too. Every word, every prophetic word is up for discernment for the body as well. So I ask you to discern the word as well. So I, one of the things that I felt like God was saying was this. I, I Right off, I said, word doesn't have to be your trademark. Um, and, and, you know, and sometimes you can read into the words, but I do know that World War II, um, Guadalcanal and the Solomon Islands was a major World War II battlefield. And I, there was a lot of loss. And, and I just, I pray, I pray that right now. And, and sometimes I feel like there'll be these intercession, intercession points in this podcast where you're going to pray along. Um, you're going to pray along. And some of the Holy Spirit's going to come uh, on, on some of you that, that you'll, you'll feel that the power of the Holy Spirit um, hitting you in a way that, you know, wow, I'm going to need to pray for that. I need to pray for that part. And, you, and you'll pray for things you didn't even know you cared for because <laughs> Jesus cares for the nations. And he cares that change happens in these places um, more than you do, more than I do. And so give us the spirit of, of intercession. So uh, one of the things that I heard was war doesn't have to be your trademark. I've given you a royal identity and you were to be a kingdom of peace and tranquility. And when I saw the world tranquility, I felt like God is like, this is my uh, tranquil kingdom. This is my kingdom that. Uh, I, I don't know, just like this paradise, um, a place of paradise and, and, and tranquilness, you know, uh, not conflict, not not division, but unity and peace and, and tranquility. And when I saw the word uh, tra- tranquility, um, I, I saw it break down into three things that sometimes people use these three things in um, secession, but family, food and friends. <laughs> and I know that sounds so to some, it might sound kind of unspiritual, uh, but family, food, and friends. I, I just feel that Jesus is like with you in a circle, maybe on a carpet of some sort. And it's like you're all sitting Indian style. It's what we call it in America uh, with our legs crossed. And you're breaking bread with Jesus. And there's something holy as your friends and your family are there. And, I, and as you're breaking bread, one of the scriptures that came to me is that they'll know you're Christians by your love. And I feel like there's this deep move of God in the family unit with food. That as you bring people in around the circle, <laughs> uh, there's something about the circle um, and, and family that God is going to meet you in those meals. He's going to meet you at the meal, just like the disciples at the Last Supper, just like the two two men who who we don't even know who they were, but they were walking uh, on the Emmaus Way, and Jesus shows up, and their hearts are burning. And I feel like there's going to be these moments in the Solomon Islands where people don't even know why their hearts are burning, but Jesus met them at a mill. Jesus met them in a house. Jesus met them... It, uh, in, on a boat while they they while they were fi- while they're fishing and I, I, I while they were eat, uh, eating on the boat even God is going to meet you there in the Solomon Islands round meals and, and 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 with your family and friends and I feel like family is going to be a big thing that God wants to emphasize and to accentuate um, there in the Solomon Islands um, also. I felt like he also were, he was also saying, I saw a picture of a giant eagle. I don't know where it's at. I don't know where it is in the Solomon Islands. 
but I saw this giant eagle. And uh, um, one of the things that I felt the Lord saying is that you are my eagle sanctuary, Solomon Islands. Eagles from all around the world will rest in your branches. Eagles are flying in. It's the mustard seed. The mustard seed starts small and then it branches out. And it says the birds of the air come and land in your branches. Birds are coming. <laughs> but I feel that God's saying the eagles are coming. Um, and and I believe those are those are they're the prophetic, those prophetic companies. And I feel like it's going to be like a prophetic paradise. And he says, it says, wait on the Lord and he will renew your strength and you will mount with wings like eagles. You'll run and not grow weary. You will walk and not faint. Solomon Islands, you will not faint. Trust in the Lord always. I say again, rejoice. I added that. I feel like he said that as well. To rejoice in the Lord always. That as you renew your strength, you're lifted up by the wind. I, I feel that he's saying rejoice. You're a people that rejoices. And I say it again, rejoice. And it says, I, and then I, then, I, then I also wrote down, I see these eagles diving in the water, and, I, and I, they were picking up these water serpents and literally ripping the water serpents in two. And, and, but I did feel like this warning that says, don't tread on the serpents. <laughs> Let me do that. I feel like, well, I feel like um, the, the strategy is you're going to take them from above. Uh, and, I, and, I, and, I, and this might be, I, I, feel, I feel this is like, like a, like a cautionary tale to not tread on the serpents and you're fighting from an earthly standpoint to where your heels right next to them, but you're to take them from the air. I feel as you focus on Jesus and you focus on his face and you focus on a relationship with Jesus as a group, as, as, a, as an island, as different islands, and then coming together, that as you, as you focus on him, your warfare will from to be the top down, not the down, down up. And I, and I feel like he's saying, you've got to allow me to take care of the serpents. Let me do it for you. And it's not by might or your own strength that you'll take down the serpents. He's going to be the wind beneath your wings that lifts you up high in the presence of God so that you can see where they are. And you'll, and you'll be able to take them out. And you won't be startled by them. You'll startle them. And it will be by the power of Jesus Christ, crucified, dead, buried, resurrected, returning, that you will dive and drive the snakes off the island. <laughs> and and it, it's like a, a Solomon Island version of St. Patrick, driving the snakes off the island. It says he will be the, be the wind beneath your wings. He's going to give you the power to drive them out. And then I saw the islands, like um, like, like uh fish i saw all of the islands were like fish that all of your islands were like schools of fish i like i don't know is it 600 islands maybe it maybe uh less or more i don't know but i saw them like fish like a big giant school fish <laughs> and i i feel like god was like throwing a giant net over the solomon islands and and it was like you know when they had the big catch i it was at 160 some fish uh and maybe it was 63. You can check me on that. But the net was so big when the disciples pulled in their net. Like they didn't catch anything all night. And I feel like he was saying that some of you have been casting your net over and over and over and over and over. 
And you're like, I'm trying to do the Lord's work here, but it's like, I am just tired. I'm worn out. There's no fish in these waters. And I just rather move and go somewhere else. But I feel like God's saying, just cast again. Would you do it again? Would you throw the net out? And I just see that the net is stretching with the catch that Jesus is smiling on the shore. And you're like surprised. And there's a sudden surprise from the catch that you get. Don't limit my abilities, Solomon Islands, to catch fish, Jesus says. I just feel him saying that. Remember, I am the one who told the disciples that they were to be fishers of men, fishers of women. I know where the fish live. I know where to cast my net. That's why I'm casting my net over you, Solomon Islands. Don't despair of catching fish. Even though you fished all night and you've caught no fish, buckle up, get ready. I'll tell you where to throw your nets. And I see the angels weaving nets together. I see, I see them making them into the, the, this massive net. It's not a small net. It's not a small net. It's going after every island, every group, every language, every pe uh, people group. I also see, um, so I, I feel there is a great harvest. There's a great catch. And, and I, I also, I believe that, that too, the net, one of the net, one of the things that the, God, the angels are going to be doing is connecting people together. And I think it's going to be prayer networks. I believe there needs to be prayer networks on all the different islands, that there's going to be people who are called to, to network and to build bridges between the islands and to, between different languages and and tribes, I, I, I feel, um, yeah, and I feel that's going to be the net too. Um, but there's something about unity, just a, a unity to um, work together in the churches. And I, and I, Lord, I just pray right now that you bring unity to the Solomon Islands, that you bring unity to the church in the Solomon Islands, God. Whew. Pray. Um, I researched the old revivals. It always started with a few people praying. But what if you multiplied that? What if it was, and I just pray just as the multiplication of bread and fish, that Lord, you'd multiply the fish of prayer warriors um, who pray together and war together and they get instructions. And once they get the instructions, they do it. And I pray for the apostles to rise up in the Solomon Islands who get the prayer words and then they know when to do it and where to do it and how to do it. I pray for strategic Joshua-like um, um, strategies in the Solomon Islands. They'll know how to march around their Jerichos and when to do it and, ha and how to do it. Um, I see, um, too, this is another, this is something separate. I see a goose and a dragon, um, or I saw a goose and a dragon, and I, and I felt there, there was a choice between the two of them. You can choose to be a goose or you can choose to be with the dragon. Or you can choose to go with the goose, I could say. And, and I felt like um, you have to side with one, the dragon or the goose. And I felt the Lord saying this to the Solomon Islands, pull the alarm. This is what he said. Pull the alarm on the red dragon. <laughs> That's very cryptic. But um, pull the. Um, but I'm, I'm going to leave that to you all to, to discern. <laughs> pull the alarm on the red dragon and don't let go. Pull the alarm. Pull the alarm. It's like a emphasis there. Don't talk to the dragon. Don't even talk to the dragon. 
but mount on the back of the geese and fly in a V formation. And I feel like he's saying it's a victory formation. Fly together in a V. If you can fly together, there's less, um, you, you can break through the, 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 the current that's coming against you. But you need to fly in the victory formation and sound the alarm. Your geese, sound the alarm. <laughs> okay, so pull the alarm on the red dragon. Don't let go. Pull the alarm. Pull the alarm. Don't talk to the dragon. Mount on the back of the geese and fly in a V formation and sound the alarm. And then this is a, kind of coming up in the last part. Thank you guys if you're, you're hanging in here. I know um, these words can be long, but here's this last part, and it has to do with the story, your stories. Um, I, I hear him saying, I want you to tell the stories of your ancestors, but with the redemptive hooked to the stories, pulling them into the present. And I feel him saying, I want you to represent my stories. He's, he's calling for representatives right now, and he's actually calling representatives to represent the stories. You're representing the stories, but you're representing them. You're giving them as new gifts. It's like they're, 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 uh, repackaged and I, and I saw the sun rising and they were like hitting like these stories almost like if there, there was these books <laughs> like like these books of stone and on these books of stone there was these like little glim, gl uh, uh, glints of uh, uh, and glimmers of gold like gold specks in the stone and it was like shiny it was like super shiny and it was like it's like it's like those those little shiny parts are the redemptive um, the redemptive qualities and redemptive things that have happened in your history that you've not even read back into. That he's wanting you to reread your history and to see where the fingerprints of God have led you, led even the tribes, they're not even knowing uh, at times where Jesus was in all of this. Maybe even before, like ancient times, but even up to the time where, where the history began to focus more on Christ and take places where it veered off, but how his prevenient grace, his love, his, his um, goodness got you back on course and where he's taking you. I don't know the narrative of God. I see him taking like, it's almost like a tow boat, tow, a tow boat and you're hooking it up to your narrative, hooking it up to your history, hooking that hook into the, the story. And you're pulling that history. You're pulling that history into the present. And I see that God is giving you lens crafters. Um, that he's got people who are going to craft the lens for which people read your history. They see your history. Maybe there's history, there, maybe there's history books that will literally be written from, from people in the Solomon Islands. And you're hearing this and you're going to grab a hold and you're going to see the redemptive thread. That red, that red thread. And there's something about the red thread. I think that is going to bring even even a, I feel like even almost like Rahab when she put that red thread out, and it was like the salvation of her home and her house. And I feel like there's almost like holding on to the red thread and the fabric of the way God has dealt with you in history and where He's taken you. He's given you new. He's given you lens crafters. People are storytellers and keepers of the story. And it will give you newly crafted lens to represent and represent. And to show how these stories 
have gold in them. They have the gold specks of God. And the sun is rising and he's reflecting all over your history. And the gold's coming out of your history. There's gold in there. And you know, it's only a few ounces. You know what? Like when people mine, they, they move tons and tons of dirt. And you might feel like you move tons and tons of history to get to the gold. But one ounce is worth a lot. And if you get, if you get enough and you get a bar, that's worth a lot, lot. <laughs> and it's just small, small little specks. It means everything. Where are the fingerprints of God in your history? And uh, I, I just believe that God is, is, is all over that. Because a tide is coming in. God is setting the stage for a move of God. <laughs> and where are the people that will cry out? And I want to end with this scripture. And I hear this over, over you, uh, Solomon Islands. This comes from Isaiah. You've heard it multiple times, I'm sure. If not, this is a beautiful time to hear it for the first time. And this is a mustard seed I give you. If I had a mustard seed, I'd quote this scripture. And I'd put it in your soil. And I just do that even right now prophetically. I just take a mustard seed and I put it in the Solomon Islands right now and I read this scripture. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon the Solomon Islands, and His glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Amen. Well, there you go. That's our first episode. And I am so excited to uh, start this journey with you guys. And uh, make sure that you share this. If you know anybody from the, the Solomon Islands, share this uh, podcast and get the word out. I, I know, listen, I know the Lord will connect it to the right people. I, I've, I've learned that he knows how uh, to bring the right connections. And so, Lord, we just give this to you. Uh, we give all of the nations that are coming up. I'm so excited. It's going to be so much fun. And I look forward to, uh, to, to talking with you. Um, and I look, I'm glad that you're listening right now. If you've made it this far, so glad. And so we'll see you next time as we pray for the nations and we drop a mustard seed in every nation around the world. Mm-hmm.